podcast hosting provided by Transistor. If you want to host your own show, head over to Transistor.fm and start a 14-day free trial. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Regen, the e-racing podcast. I'm your host Dino and I'm joined by a man who's sitting at a dining table instead of his office, Chris Soulsby. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, very well. I've uh, I've been looking forward to recording this one with you uh, as we uh, think back on what's been happening in the Jaguar I-Pace e-trophy and we're recording this before the doubleheader in New York. Exciting stuff. Yeah, the thing is, it's it's flown by, hasn't it? I can't quite believe that. So the season's already over. We start in December, and we're already in July, and there's only one weekend to go, which is it's mad, really. It's mad and depressing at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna miss it. It it is. It's mad and depressing. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Just rock back and forth and struggle with F1, probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's also Moto E coming oh, yeah, up. Oh yeah, of course. So I'm not sure if you've got any interest in the bikes, but I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm more of a four-wheel it. man, if I'm honest with you. That's all right. That's all right. I think I've watched one Moto GP race in my time, and it was Qatar, the night race. I think it was many years ago. Good race. Okay. Well, we're definitely going to be covering that on this show. So hopefully, you can watch a few more and um will be able to be a little bit interesting for the listeners. You know, that's that's a plan right there. I think I probably should. <laughs> but today we're talking about the IPACE e-trophy, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on this first season. How has it been, do you think, as a support series for Formula E? What are your thoughts on it first up? I mean, anyone who knows me in the Formula E paddock will know that I love the IPACE e-trophy. I'm one of the only people who... You know, I probably love it the most out of anyone else, in all honesty. And I think it's great that Formula E does finally have a support series because for so long, I mean, we had the uh, the green power cars in season one, I think it was. Like this this year, it's nice to have a proper racing series because Formula E is at that stage now where it's growing, it's developing, and it needs to, you know, gain other things that other series have and. The IPC trophy is like the perfect thing for that. And I think what Chagio Landro have done is, you know, I think it's superb in all honesty. For its debut season, and for its first, the first ever time they've done it, I think they've struck up a very special recipe. And I, I mean, I've, I've got faults, but I think overall it's been a massive success in my eyes. What, what would you think? I really have to agree with you there. I think the perfect recipe is is just a great way of saying that it's got everything that it needs in this first season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can, we'll talk about it later on in the show, but you can add things like attack mode and bits and pieces. But I think for a first season, it looks more polished than Formula mm-hmm. E did in its first season. I would, yeah, I would definitely agree with that, actually. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And what we're going to see is we're just going to see it grow alongside Formula E. So. Yeah, I've been very happy with it. And the standard of racing is just incredible, um, as you as you know. So well, Precisely. And the thing is, like, we see new series form 
every week, virtually every week, every year. And sometimes it's a struggle for those series to, you know, stay afloat and continue. And there were a few, I know in Adiria, people were questioning, is this really the kind of vehicle we want to be driving? Um, fully electric I-Pace SUV, basically. It looks very heavy. And it, it did have its doubters, but it's nice to see that it has grown in the way that it has this year. And I've just got to say, the drivers that they've got, the lineup, haven't they been brilliant? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I really like the blend of Pro and Pro-Am. And the Pro drivers that they've got are, I mean, they're superb, aren't they? I mean, Catherine Legg, to start off with. Catherine's fantastic. Brian Sellers is, is brilliant. You've got Kaka Bueno, who's won everything in Brazil, basically. Sergio Jimenez, he was he used to race against the F1 greats in the junior formula. Simon Evans, you know, he's good in touring cars. Now I've got Adam Carroll as well, who's an ex-Formula E driver. And then in Pro-Am as well, it's just the perfect blend, really. I can't fault it. Yeah, that's the thing. Adam Carroll, uh, late call-up, LMP1 driver as well. Exactly. Adam Carroll's done a lot. Yeah, very much so. So, Chris, I know you've been talking to a couple of the drivers. Do you have any spicy news for us uh, in this iPace episode? Oh, I know I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've not. set that up and I was hoping you'd knock it down, but no. <laughs> okay. No, um, I've got a few pieces, actually. So uh, we've got Brian Sellers, first off. Um, and Brian Sellers, I've, actually, I was lucky enough to uh, talk to the two, to the two Ray Hall, Adam and Lanigan racing drivers on Tuesday. I asked Brian Sellers what the championship would mean to him, of course. And th- I've never spoken to a driver who wants a title more, in my eyes. Because because this is the first championship, I think the, the word that he said, it would be um, unreal. If you win the championship, how would it feel? He goes, like, you know, surreal. That was what it was, surreal. And he goes, you know, if I was able to do that and be the first one to do it, it would mean so much. But then in other news, we also have uh, Catherine Legg. And this is the main piece. This is the main piece. And um, over this year, because all of the other teams in the Jaguar I-Pace E-Trophy, apart from TWR, Tachita, and Rahul Lederman landing in racing, are obviously nation-backed entries. So you've got Jaguar Brazil racing, Team Asia New Zealand, Team China, Wiesman Team Germany. And... Uh, the Saudi Arabia uh, lot and then you got the other two the proper manufacturers really well, manufacturers racing teams from you know America and Britain apparently from what I was told uh, Catherine Legg and Brian Sellers have been doing a lot of the work on the cars this year so um, should, should just reference the engineering stuff I don't know if that means set up or this or that but that is where uh, RLL have struggled in recent races. So Jaguar Brazil Racing have discovered something, essentially. And that's why they are so dominant in qualifying and in the race. But to combat that, uh, Catherine and Brian got on the blower to Bobby Rahal and said, you know, Bobby, it would be nice if we had some track support in uh, New York. And for New York, I'm happy to be able to say this. I don't know if anyone else has published this. This might be a bit of an exclusive here uh, for New York. Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing will bring on-track engineers to try and ensure that they win the title. 
That's great news. That's really cool. Yeah. So we're going to see a proper, proper scrap in New York, basically, because RLL, they're going to have a full, full support. And that's going, to be, uh, that's going to be interesting to watch, isn't it? And Brian Sellers is not far off the championship. So any, any little advantage Brian can get. Precisely, yeah. Well, that's that's really cool. So they've been doing all the work themselves. That's incredible. That's what I was told, but it was quite, you know, subjective and abstract. You know, we've been doing all the engineering work ourselves, and I mean, you could interpret that in many ways, but I don't quite know what that means, so I might have to follow it up. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess as they're doing that other stuff, you know, for the focus to be off driving the car, and to be doing other things to to help you, it would be cool for them to just drive the car. Yeah, precisely. I mean, if that is the case, then, you know, they've got so much less concern and stress, they can just hop into the car and drive it. I mean, it's not that simple, is it? It's easy enough to start it, though, if you read my Jaguar Technical Insight piece in Motorsport Monday. But, uh... (laughs) Yes, yes, I have. (laughs) Plug it, plug it, plug it. Um, Why not? But, yeah, that's... If that is the case, it's going to mean a major. It's it's a major difference for them. It'll be the first time this season for them, and that is something to be very excited about. I know it's only like one engineer and one bit of support, but the thing is that one bit of support could make all of the difference when it comes to it. When it comes to the checkered flag, you know that that trackside assistance really could make the difference between winning and losing. It's it's still everything is still to play for, really. It is. It definitely is. Alrighty. I think now we should look at uh, this track, mm. rounds 9 and 10, uh, the I-Pace E-Trophy, 10 rounds. It still has the double header in New York. The New York track, a lot of twisty turns and a couple of long straights. This one's going to be a bit interesting on the, you know, the fact of, of the, the bumping mm-hmm. and, and banging and... and um, how all of these cars are going to get through, uh, especially turn seven. Oh, yes, the happen. Yeah, it's tight through there. It's very tight through there. Yes, yeah. But it's going to be an exciting track. The New York tracks are like a blend of everything, really. You've got long straights, 90-degree corners, um, hairpins, chicanes. It's you know, fast corners as well. So that's going to be really fun. Obviously, there's a lot of overtaking uh, in... New York, we saw that in the Formula E last year, you know, drivers aren't shy to put one of the inside, especially into turn one, because turn one is really, really wide. I think we saw, um, was it Vern who overtook Buemi last year in race one or race two? It might have been race two. I think it was race two. Yes, that was the infamous uh, Lotterer jump start and the uh, coming through the field and dicing and slicing his way through. Oh, it was a masterstroke, wasn't it? Lotterer jump start that cost them the title. Yeah, and the thing is, the New York track is such a good layout, and it's it's exciting. It's an exciting track. Line, it's lined by concrete walls. It's treacherous. It's fast. It'll be good. And the thing is, with the IPC Trophy cars as well, um, all of the drivers praise one thing in particular on that car, and that is the brakes. So the brakes in the IPC Trophy car are incredibly strong uh, overpowered you might say <laughs> overpowered <laughs> so, yeah, overpowered brakes so the brakes are so so strong that they can actually break at like 25 meters from the corner 
instead of like 50 or 100 that you'd see in Formula E car. I'll put Danny Ricciardo in. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? So because you've got all of these drivers breaking at 25 metres, you know, it's always going to be a case of last of the late breakers, but they're already breaking so, so late. Yeah, that's, you know, a knife yeah. edge. It's already late. How late can you get? Mm. Yeah, precisely. It's um, it, it's like do or die stuff, really. Okay, prediction, champion for the pro and pro-am class. I'm going to go with Brian Sellers, and especially after that information that you just uh, mm-hmm. just said before, with um, having the extra engineering and to support this, this race, uh, we're going to go, yeah, Brian Sellers. And Bandar Elisai, he is quite a wee way in front. Uh, also, Celia Martin to get third overall in Pro-Am. Yes, it's a good prediction, that. It's a very good prediction. She's gaining, she's been gaining for a, for a few few races now. That's the thing, she's been superb and she's delivered. Um, in, I think she's delivered in every race, in all honesty, I can't fault her in one. It was, uh, which race was it where she wasn't able to drive? Was it Rome? Uh, yes, uh, Sanya. Sanya has a DNS, yep. Sanya, okay, yeah. She couldn't drive in Sanya because she had like a, she had like a difficult, she had like a technical problem on her car, and it couldn't be repaired in time for the race. And that wasn't even her fault, so she's already like one race behind, and to be in the position that she is, after missing one race and having one less start than all the other drivers, it's, it's impressive. But for my picks, I too am going to go for Brian Sellers. If you asked me on Monday and Tuesday morning, I would have said it'll it'll be Sergio Jimenez, given how um, consistent he's been. But I think Brian has, yeah, I think Brian can do it. But then the case of who will win the championship will be which driver can win both races in New York, essentially, and where the rest of the field finish. So qualifying is going to be paramount, bearing in mind how difficult overtaking is. For the Pro-Am, I'm again going to say Bandar al Sai. I don't think anyone would be able to challenge him realistically. Uh, he's, you know, he's been strong since the outset. He's been challenging pro drivers and qualifying. That's how fast the guy is. He's had an unlucky couple of races, especially in Berlin, where he got rear-ended by um, Catherine Legg. But yeah, I think, I think he's the man to do it. And if not, it would be Zhang, obviously. I'm not going to say anything about Martin getting third because I think it's very doable. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's very doable. From uh, so let's have a look at the points. Uh, we'll start with the pro am class: Banda Elisai one twenty three, Zhang, and that's Yaki Zhang on one hundred six eighty five for Ben Karnan, Celia Martin on sixty nine twenty two for the other Zhang, uh, Tao Wang, who's no longer in the car, on eleven, uh, and Ki Lin. Uh, also on 11. Wow, they've gone through quite a few drivers, haven't they? I didn't realise that. Yeah, the uh, the Team China cars have, yeah. It's quite crazy. Uh, uh, from what I understand, it's a, I'm guessing it's a Yachi Zhang-backed uh, team, primarily, because he has all of the rounds. And Z Zhang's like his cousin or something. So That's cool, keep it in the family. Uh, now, we've got the pro class. Adam Carroll, who's only done one race on six points. Stefan Rosinski uh, got 43, and he's no longer in the car. 67 for Catherine Legg, 87 for Simon Evans, Kaka Bueno with 91, 101 for Brian Sellers, and 107 for Sergio Jimenez. It's really close. 
Sergio coming off the back of two second places. He'll want to continue that. Um, or better it, of course. But can Kakabueno or Simon Evans do anything now? Or is that it? Um, I don't think Simon Evans can. I think he's basically out of the running. Um, he hasn't really been on form since, since the first race of the season, unfortunately. But as for Kakabueno, um, Bueno's been stellar this season. He's won more races than anyone else. And he's just been unlucky uh, here and there. I mean, he's, some of it's his fault by crashing in, uh, I think it was Hong Kong. Am I right? Possibly, yeah, I think so. He crashed out in... Uh, he's got a retirement in Paris. Yeah, he crashed out in Paris because he picked up... Uh, he got a puncture and went head on the wall. Then I think I think it was Hong Kong. He was leading and then just went straight on at turn one or something. And then that should have handed... Was it Who won? Yeah, Brian Sellers won. Yeah, that's the race, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I think Bueno could very easily do it. It would be important for him to win the two races in New York, though. Bearing in mind he's won the past two rounds. That, I mean, that's more than doable, isn't it? He's, the guy's been on fire this season. You know, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Brian Sellers, uh, just looking at the table, he had a disqualification in Sanya. Um, with a technical infringement, so he should be leading the championship. My money is on Brian Sellers to bring the first season trophy home. That's the thing. If it wasn't for that disqualification, Brian Sellers would be would be leading right now. I think he finished third um, in the race that he was disqualified in uh, Sanya, if I remember correctly, and that was because um, there was a that a torsion um, rope attached to his suspension to increase the roll rigidity so it was more stable. Yes, that's was, right. I mean, yeah, illegal. That's good memory. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, very unlucky for him, really. Maybe because they're doing the engineering on the cars themselves, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> let's not speculate. Um, the guest drivers, uh, Ellis Powell getting fifth, uh, doing the best job out of out of them so far. Has anyone else uh, really set the world on fire? I really enjoyed Alice Bell, actually. And I'm happy with what she's doing in W Series. Yeah. Thoughts? I think Alice Powell's fantastic, you know. I think she's probably the best um, VIP driver we've seen all season. I mean, she did finish fifth in the first race, and that, that's good going. Um, but... You know, there's another person on that list uh, for me. <laughs> he was very noteworthy and mentionable. And that has to be um, Salvador Duran. Oh, it was just a bumper car session. <laughs> because, yeah, if it wasn't for Salvador Duran, that race in Mexico, I don't know what, what it would have been, but I think he hit every single thing that he could have hit out on track. And that was fantastic to watch, in all honesty. It was good, wasn't the it? The thing is, his surname, his name is good. Because uh, you can, you know, have you heard of the band Duran Duran? Yes, I have, yeah. Of course you have, of course you have. With the surname of Duran, you can, you know, really shoehorn uh, Duran Duran lyrics and song names into articles, and I love that. So I really hope to see him come back next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring back the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, bring back the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> Um, yep, yeah, so so that's that's where it is at the moment. 
What do you want to see from season two? Grid size okay, or would you like it extended? And do you have an ideal number of runners in mind? I want to see a bigger grid. Because 12 high-paced cars is nice. And, you know, the right level of... It's a nice level of crazy. But 20 would be mental. And it would open up the championship a whole lot more. And that's what the championship was designed to do. It was designed to hold a 20-car grid. And if they could get that for season two, it'd be fantastic. I think next year we're probably more looking at like maybe 15, 16 cars, realistically. But I know that TWR to Cheetah are looking at putting a second car in. Um, but I think we will see that ex- expand, yeah. I hope Team Asia New Zealand put one in. Mm-hmm. We've got plenty of interesting drivers that could go in there, um, especially from the Porsche Carrera Cup. Um, be interesting to see. Weissman. They could have another one in there. I'd love to see a British team, in all honesty. That'd be fantastic. I'd love that. Because we've got a lot of good British drivers as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. A couple. Yeah. Would Jaguar be allowed to enter a team into their own competition? That's the thing. The Jaguar do have their own team with a VIP car. That's kind of it, really, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And in your article... A great article. You can plug it again later on in the show. But uh, the boost button. Do you want something similar to IndyCar with a timed amount of boost available? Or attack mode or both? Ooh. I, 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 from what I understand, I think they're looking at like a fan boost or attack mode kind of thing. But an IndyCar style boost could be pretty good. I think that would work quite nicely, yeah. It would. Because the thing is, yeah. In in the race, I mean, there's, I mean, you obviously manage energy, but from what I understand, there isn't a major requirement on drivers to save that much energy. So that, if that's the case, you could very easily use extra energy from the battery and deploy it elsewhere in the car. But it is something that they're 110% looking into for next season. And I think, yeah, something is getting done next season about that, so we'll see. But I would love that. I'm sure we'll have the exclusive scoop. I'm sure we will. <laughs> we'll try to. We'll try to. If, it won't, if it's not me, it'll be someone else who gets it. So <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled, people. Yeah, we will relay the information. Uh, I put something out on Twitter, just a question for our listeners uh, about the IPC trophy and what they want to see from Season 2, uh, what they thought of the grid size, they wanted extended, reduced. Uh, if they had an ideal number, and the attack mode added for Season 2. And I've just got a reply from Stuart Garlick, the e-talking from eMotion podcast. He said they need to add attack mode, and it needs more teams and more professional drivers. More modified cars would also help. At the moment, the road cars just seem so much less dramatic than Formula E. I want to see them modified a bit more. I think I think the drivers for a first season have been really, really good. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that, yeah. I mean, adding more drivers and a lot more uh, cars to the grid, yeah, 20 would be a good number. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really I really enjoyed the iPace, as you can just buy it off the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. it's, I think it's about $150,000 uh, in New Zealand, so <laughs> it's not a cheap car. Um, yeah, it's it's an expensive car, but... But, you know, it's it's rivaling 
Land Rover in a way as well. One of the other Jaguar Land Rover cars. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I like about it. It's literally a road car. But the IPC Trophy race cars are taken from the same factory that is plucked and converted into race cars. So it's it's literally the IPC car that you would buy on the road, just massively yeah, changed. Obviously, it's just added to. And that's what I love about this championship. It is literally, you know, the, the term stock car. It is. A stock car. Basically, it's a yeah. stock car. It's fantastic, you know. It's, a, I-Pace, it's an I-Pace car that's been picked from the factory and turned into a race car, and that's what I love about it. And with the balance of pro and pro-am drivers, I really like that blend. And I hope that's something that they don't lose. Because with the pro drivers, you've got very established names in there, like, you know, Brian Sellers, Catherine Legg. And then it also, in Pro-Am, it gives drivers who are just starting out that chance to go into motorsport and, you know, practice and hone in their race skills and race craft. And I love that. Um, I'm, you know, my Celia Martin article, prior to the IPC trophy, she'd never raced in a racing series before. She did... Um, Hot laps at the Nürburgring, Nordschleife circuit. I still find that absolutely just incredible. Precisely, and it's crazy. And without the IPC trophy, she wouldn't be racing this year. And that's what I like about this series. It is giving people the chance to pursue motorsport. You know, what, what isn't to like about that? It's such an expensive and difficult industry and sport to get into. And for drivers to be able to race against some of the best racing drivers in the world in their own private class is, uh, you know, that's, I think that's something special and that's something that they can't afford to lose. And that's how you learn as well. You know, you've got the best in the business there to watch how they take the corners, watch how they perform and and what they do over the race weekend. Um, And it also puts your name out there, especially if you, like Celia Martin, you know, an 11th, a retirement, and a sort of 9th, a DNS. Um, but then, you know, you've got a, a 6th in there as well. And yeah, exactly. She just seems to be getting better and better, and you can mm-hmm. see the progress. That's what's really cool. You can actually see it on track. Exactly. If you look at Celia Martin's results, start, you know, 11, retired, and she got her first podium in Hong Kong and then a DNS. Since then, she hasn't been outside of the top three. <laughs> so. Yep, last four races, mm-hmm. two thirds, two seconds. So it's just, it's really, really cool. And I've, I've been really, really interested in what they're doing and, and trying to watch as much of it as I can yeah. uh, throughout the season. So it's good that it'll be back in New York. It's going to be massive. And I think for the next um, episode, we will just do an episode on Formula E and then an episode on the IPC trophy. Yeah, I like that idea. I think that's a good idea. Or else it's just going to be two hours, and you, listener, are not going to want to listen to that. Yeah, exactly, because they're going to have a lot to talk about in this season. Yeah. Is there anything further you'd like to add, Chris? Ooh. I don't think so. I don't think I've got any other groundbreaking stuff in the IPC trophy for you. Probably be another good time to plug Motorsport Monday as some of the best writing, some of the best journalists. Uh, it's out every Monday. It's awesome. Come straight into your inbox. So sign up. 
We also love to talk with the community, so please send all questions that you have or feedback to hello at regenracingpodcast.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and that'll give you more info and places to subscribe free to the podcast, uh, regenracingpodcast.com, which I have recently updated. It's looking very snazzy. It's sort of a one-pager. Very, very cool. So check that out. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it didn't take too long. It's um, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it's it. It's using a service called Card, C A R R D. Okay. Very easy. Very easy. Very cool. Um, we know it's annoying to rate and review podcasts, but if you do have a moment, please, if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, we love talking with the community, um, and hopefully you do too. So, just ask people. Do you know what the IPC trophy is? Do you know what Formula E is? And, yeah, ask the question. Intro music, Danelle Armour, featuring Sarah de Warren Gallery, and it is used with permission from Danelle Armour. Check out his amazing music on all major platforms. Thank you for listening. We appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and hear our opinions on this episode, the IPC Trophy. Thank you very much, Chris. Yeah, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure, and uh, awesome to have your insight. Yeah, good to be back on, as always. And uh, we'll catch you for New York. We will. Looking forward to it. See you guys. Yeah, goodbye. Oh, I love tea. Refreshing. <laughs>